0: Welcome to the Life After Death Pod class. I'm your host, Eric Hodgton. The impact of losing a loved one is so profound. It leaves us feeling like we're alone in our grief. It may be that the one person who you thought you could talk to about this, or who could walk with you through this, may be the one that you've lost. And while it may feel like you are alone, others have been on this journey and can walk with you on yours. Hey everybody, this is Eric Hodgson, and welcome to another episode of the Life After Death Pod Class the lessons to lead yourself and others after a loss. A few years ago, I attended a men's leadership and storytelling event in Florida. One component of this event is a storytelling session around a campfire that goes late into the evening. I was leading one of the campfire circles that night, and with the crackling uh, fire in front of us and the crickets all around us, Each person in the circle was able to tell their story that they had been working on all day, and they were very powerful stories. When we got back to me, I shared my story of losing Zoe and the impact that it had on me and others in my family and friends. David, who was sitting across from me, sat with his head down, and by the time I got to the end of my story, David was openly crying. I didn't know if he was responding to my story or if it triggered something within him. And fortunately, the leader of our event, Scott, was standing at our circle listening. And he walked over to David, put his hand on his shoulder to show some support and, and care. And since my story was the last one to be told that night, we ended our campfire session so that people could get to bed. And David didn't get up and go back to his cabin, though. He sat there thinking for a while, and he was still very much upset. And once everybody had left, Scott pulled me aside and said that David lost his stepfather, Bill, just a few months earlier. And that explained a lot. I went over to David and just sat next to him. I didn't press him for answers as to why he was upset or try to get him to stop crying. I just appreciated where he was in that moment. And I needed him to know that he wasn't alone. We sat there for a while quietly, too. Eventually, I told David that I understood where he was in his grief. I told him that I knew how hard it was for him, how much it sucked, and how much he must miss his stepfather. And then he began to talk. That's just it, man. I had a great relationship with him. I told him that I got it. I had a great relationship with Zoe, too. And I know how much it hurt that she wasn't around. And so while it's not the same as what he was feeling, I got it. I understood where he was. I asked David what he liked to do with Bill. And that seemed to change everything with him. He started to tell me about all those good times that he had together with his stepfather, how much they would love to go fishing together or that Bill would coach David in baseball when he was growing up and how much those moments meant to him. And it came down to this, that when Bill died, David felt as though he was all alone. I mean, the person that he would normally talk to about stuff like this was gone. So who else could he connect with that would get him? Who else could he talk to that would understand him? And who else would be that connection for him moving forward? And so when it comes to losing a loved one, that impact of that loss can be so profound that we feel like we are alone. We aren't. Others have gone through this before us, and they know how it feels. Whenever we have an experience in life, albeit good or bad, There are a lot of commonalities that bridge the gaps between you and I. When I lose a job or when I lost a job, I felt like others understood what goes along with that, that feeling of anger and loss. And and same thing with a divorce. I felt like there were a lot of other people that had similar situations that could relate to what I was feeling. And grief is like this as well. There are a lot of similarities, but each experience is unique to you and I. It's like a fingerprint. And so when we can come together with others that have had this shared experience, we can learn a lot from them. We aren't alone. In fact, we're all one. When we lose somebody, our ability to be able to come together and support other people is not only built in to us, it's a necessity. In the early days after a loss, we may not want to let anybody in. We may not want anybody around because we feel like we're burdening people with our grief. But we do need people in our corner. We can't do this alone and we shouldn't have to. I'm not suggesting that we don't have some alone time. Some of us need that. But isolation only deepens the pain. For David... His stepfather was the guy that he counted on. He was that one person that made him feel like he wasn't alone in the world. Bill helped David through a tremendous amount of struggle when David was growing up. And for you, that one person you counted on for support may be the one you've lost as well. So when we do find ourselves in that position of feeling very much alone, what is it that we can do to help us connect with other people that get it? So if you've lost a loved one and you're feeling like it's asking way too much for friends and family to be near you right now, I invite you to think of the situation like this. If one of your friends lost a loved one, would you want to be there for them? Most likely you would. Please know that you can reach out to the people that are friends and family that are around you and ask them, tell them what you need. In this moment, it's okay to do that. It's not selfish. You're not a burden on them. Remind yourself that you would do the same for them as well. Because if we can't turn to our friends and family, if we don't feel like they're going to be the ones in our corner, the feelings of being alone are amplified. And if that just isn't an option for you for whatever reason, here are a few more. One, one, You can certainly go and speak to a grief counselor or a grief coach. I did that, and it helped tremendously. Next, you can find a grief support group in your local community as well. And third, there are a few online grief support communities as well. Everyone needs something different, and what may work for you may not work for others. That's why it's so good to know what your options are. To know that you're not alone in this. And it's really important that we do find those resources to help us so that we know we're not alone. So who's going to be in your corner as you move through this? And look, if you don't know that right now, that's okay. It will come to you. If you know someone who's lost a loved one, you can ask a few open-ended, thoughtful questions. Like, how can I help you right now? or What do you need from me right now? And most importantly, how are you doing? By asking that very important question, it opens up the doorway for trust, deeper connection, and empathy. And when you ask that question, simply be quiet and listen. Try not to wait for a break so that you can say something. Let them talk. Let them vent. And doing this will make them feel listened to. And maybe that's all that they need in that moment. And if they ask you, what would you do in this situation? Share what you're learning here with them. And if they really don't have too much to say, that's okay too. Just the fact that you're there, it helps. And that's okay too. Losing a loved one is a very lonely thing. I get it. It impacts us greatly. There's a gap that is created between the loss of a loved one and the love that we had for them. And the more that we can group together with those that are around us or find those resources in our community or those resources online, the more that we have the capacity to move through this a little bit easier. David is doing much better these days. Once he realized that he wasn't alone, he found ways to not only connect with the right resources and now he's also found ways to honor Bill and to keep moving forward. We aren't alone in this. It's going to be okay. Let's continue to walk together. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Life After Death podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hodgdon, and I invite you to download the companion PDF, take notes, teach what you've learned, and share this pod class with others that you know.